This podcast will be a breath of fresh air. Now, you might not like what I have to say, but you know what I have to say is true. Ladies and gentlemen, you have tuned in to The Kenny Ho Show. A real opinion about not real stuff. Get ready, because it's time for some real talk. I'm your host, Kenny Ho, and it is indeed showtime. Welcome to the show. Thank you for tuning in. I'm glad you could make it. All right, let's get right at it. This episode is another interview. I recently got to investigate something that I've been wondering about for a while. Digital comics. I know I've spent tons of cash this past year on this stuff. I mean, it's convenient that I don't have to leave my home to go get comic books. Now, let's face it. I don't like leaving my home. People scare me. I'm thinking there's a lot of nerds in the same boat as me. So digital comics, probably the best thing that happened to this community ever. And another huge draw is... A lot of the times, there's really great sales. I only go down to the store, the Silver Snail, for collectibles and apparel nowadays. I follow multiple series, but I only do two of them in physical form, with a physical copy. And it makes sense with my schedule, because there's times I won't get out there for a month, and they'd be sold out of the issue. But here's the thing, though it's really convenient, and it's really caught on, it's always worried me that it would put comic book stores out of business. So where would I go in my free time? I've always wondered, is the digital age, because we are in the digital age where everything's going digital, you know, video games, you have Steam, you have the, you have the PlayStation Store, and for music, of course, we have iTunes, even books now, you can get the Kindle. So I've been wondering, is the digital age killing retailers? I mean, if you look at HMV, who was a huge brand 10, 15 years ago, and the last I heard, they weren't looking so good. So I went down to my favorite store, the Silver Snail, and interviewed George Zotti, who's the man over there, and he's a really cool dude. Made me feel very comfortable while interviewing him. Granted, I need to get better at it being the other way around, but nevertheless, he's very knowledgeable and knows the industry like the back of his hand. Check it out. So first question for you, uh, are comics the main draw uh, for your customer base here? Yeah, uh, every Wednesday is New Comic Book Day. Um, So, I mean, we're very unique that way that we get a lot of product in every Wednesday. Um, So that really is what draws people in to look at the new issues, the the periodicals, and, you know, then to check out what else is in the store, what new action figures have showed up, or new giftwares or whatever. But comic books are that big weekly draw, and Wednesday is still our best day of the week. And is that what does the most business? Like, you sell... You probably make the most money off of comic books as opposed to all the other cool stuff here? Well, comic books definitely are the best margins, uh, but comic books are two to three bucks each. So, I mean, we do make a lot of money off of action figures that are anywhere from, you know, 20 to 30 to 40 to 50 bucks. So, you know, it takes a few comic books to make up that one action figure. Uh, But we do definitely make the most margins on our comic books. So, looking at the industry as a whole, the comic book industry, looking at the fact that the movies are really big now and it's uh, it's brought in the mainstream and it's appealing to the mainstream, 
you would think that um, that's good for business for the books. Is that the case? No, not really. Um, loving the Avengers film does not translate into loving the Avengers comic book. That translates into buying merchandise, buying T-shirts, buying action figures, buying stickers, and you know magnets and things like that. But it doesn't really pull people into the comic books because I mean to 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 read comic books on a regular basis, you kind of got to be into it. You got to be into the coming every Wednesday and seeing what's going on and all that sort of stuff. So the diehard comic book people are there. And there's new comic book people created, for sure. Um, but, like, a, a movie isn't going to do it. That's not really going to pull people in. It makes people more aware uh, of, like, the characters and who they are. Before the Iron Man film, I would guess most people wouldn't even know who Iron Man was. So that just leads to a general level of acceptance of the characters, which is great. So, you know, you're reading a comic book on the subway, nobody's going to go, oh, hey, nerd, right? Because it's much more of a larger pop culture thing. Um, so, and that's great. That's great. But it really doesn't translate into to sales for comic books. Okay. And... So uh, let's move on to digital comics. Mm -hmm. um, that must be giving you a bit of a headache. Uh, what would you say, how has that affected you? The grow, as digital comics grow, has that declined the sales of printed books? It, it really hasn't. Um, pretty much anybody who's gone digital ha has already gone digital. Uh, and the comic companies are kind of smart, like the... Um, like the music industry. So more often than not, there's an AR code that you can just download. The, the issue that you just bought physically, you can then download it digitally. So if you're into collecting, you can take that issue, put it away, and worried about it going up in value, but still have the digital version of your comic book. Um, and I think it's still that kind of old school medium where the whole idea of flipping pages and the physical holding a comic book um, because there, there's some decent comic book readers out there, but I still haven't found really anything that emulates the comic, the the, the experience of reading a comic book. Um, I mean, there's some stuff that is made for digital comic books, so that works a little bit better. But I mean, here at the store, we sell, you know, we sell comic books that you can get online for free, collected in trade paperback editions, and they sell really well. <laughs> <laughs> like Kate, Kate Beaton's Hark of Vagrant. It, we sell that thing all kinds. And you can get it for free. Like all of it for free online. But people still want to pay the 20 bucks for the, the, the book, I guess, to support Kate and to support the work. And, you know, sometimes it's just a little easier to grab that book off your shelf than to sift through all the stuff on your computer. So, You're listening to Radio Humber News. I'm Kenny Ho, here with George Zotti of Silver Snail. And what's interesting is George says that digital comic books have not affected his sales whatsoever. And in fact, there's things you can get for free online, but he still manages to sell them in his store. Now, George, you know, right now, digital hasn't, hasn't really affected you guys, but do you ever foresee a day that digital will replace the standard uh, paper physical book? Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. I mean, um, I mean, you look now, vinyl is making a comeback in the record industry because that kind of has that more collectible feel to it. Um, and I, I think there's going to be a backlash to like the whole digital thing. You know, I know people who have like, you know, terabytes of music on their hard drive and stuff like that. But 
to the point where you can actually physically own something, it's kind of hard to take that away. Uh, you know, like if you download music and it's just up in the cloud somewhere or something like that where, you know, all everything is coming out now where if you do that sort of stuff, you still don't technically own that thing. Um, but, I mean, there's if you go out and buy a CD that has the download capability, you have both. So if one suddenly, if your computer gets corrupted or suddenly whatever somebody corrupts a cloud somewhere, you still have the physical thing. And I think that's, you know, I think that's going to become more and more prevalent, actually, you know, because it kind of did that big switch to, why do I need all this stuff on my shelf? I can just keep everything in my computer. But the more and more complex computers are going to get, and the more and more, you know, times you can lose things or things crash, or, you know, I've had horror stories from friends of mine who just, their computer just went gone and it's like oh my god like everything that I have on it is gone but if you have physical copies of that you know even if it's just in storage somewhere it's in a box underneath the stairs or something like that it's still something that you can keep and I think that comic books are very much like that you know you have to be steeped into the comic book culture to really dig and get comic books um, and if you have that type of mentality, you do want physical copies of things. I've even had people who, you know, because for the longest time people were downloading comic books illegally, like music, um, who went and started reading something they weren't sure of and then really liked it and then came here and, and bought the physical copies. So, you know, it's not all sunshine and roses. There is a little bit of a fear that a younger generation weaned on nothing but iPods and iPads and stuff like that might not want that. Um, but, you know, that's 10, 15 years down the line. And also because we were diversified, if it comes to the point where physical comics go down and down, you know, you're going to want your Batman iPad cover. You're going to want your iPhone cover. You're going to want, you know, your Doctor Who blanket. You're going to want your, I don't know, whatever it is, that physical thing that I can still sell you. Um so as long as there's still that sort of stuff, I, I think we'll be fine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's about it. Because I had prepped these questions thinking more like there might be an issue with. Um, yeah, like I said, we've kind of already lost all the digital guys yeah. already, and that was probably about four years ago. We saw like a like some of our reserve people just canceled because they were going all digital. Yeah. Um. But that was few and far between. I think as a collector, there's just something that you want to collect with the physical comic. And I don't know, it just using an iPad or whatever device that you have, whatever kind of pad device that you have, it's just not the same thing. You know, it, does, it, just, it doesn't, you know, resonate the same way. And, you know, like things like, you know, the ice storm that we had that killed our power for three days. I don't need power to read a comic book. All I need is a candle <laughs> or sunlight, <laughs> you know. I don't need to plug anything into anything. That's true. Uh, I know, like, when I take my comic books, if I go up to a cottage, uh, you know, sit on a dock and read comic books. If one comic book falls into the water, no big deal. My iPad falls into water, that's a few hundred dollars. <laughs> you know, so, you know... 
I understand the whole idea if you're going to throw a book on a Kindle or something like that. That makes sense because it's not a visual medium. Right. Right. It's still all, all the visuals are happening in your head. So that works a little easier for me, though I still think it's way too expensive. If I'm going to buy a book digitally, it should be three bucks, not 12. Right. <laughs> you know, it's like, come on. <laughs> Especially considering it's that whole thing where do you own it or not? Because you kind of don't. You don't. It's just a yeah. yeah, it's just a license to download it to your device. But then if Amazon.com or Kindle.com decides, oh, okay, we're clearing our archives, then it's just gone. Right. right. Right? You know, so, you know, like people who are in the middle of watching, you know, series on Netflix and then Netflix decides, oh, no, we're dropping that series. And then it's just gone. That's right. <laughs> yeah, it's just don't have access to it. It's gone. <laughs> Sorry, you're at season three of eight. Tough. <laughs> you know? So there is always sort of that feel that the younger generation might go all digital. But again, you know, things swing both ways. Right. You know? We have, you know, uh, I've seen guys in their teens come upstairs with vinyl, right? <laughs> you know? And sort of like, you've never touched a vinyl record until recently <laughs> like who has a record player now but I mean there's not, uh, more and more digital record players now where you can actually record um, your record to, and record it onto your computer so you get that same sort of record feel that scratch that pop the, 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 the thing that vinyl has um, so I think there's I think there's space for both Yeah, absolutely and certainly a combination of the two um but I think the original medium will hold out until, like, everybody in the world has a, you know, a, an iPad right. device, a tablet of some kind. I think we're okay. That's cool. Yeah. There you have it. You can thumb your nose at digital. As far as comic book stores are concerned, they're not going anywhere anytime soon. Which is perfect, so I don't have to worry about where I'm going to get my toys. And my parents will never have to worry that I'll start spending my money on drugs. They'll have to worry about the fact that they may never have grandchildren, but at least they'll be a sober nerd while dying alone. Hashtag teardrops on my guitar. I was really fascinated by this interview. Nothing beats talking nerdy things with nerdy people. And I tried to stay on topic with this interview, but in hindsight, I'm like, I should have talked shop with him. I should have picked his brain about, you know, who's doing better, DC or Marvel? Where's Dark Horse fit into all of this? Why isn't there more Serenity gear at a store? This goes on and on, but nevertheless, I had a lot of fun. It was a very insightful interview, and I was not expecting the answer that I got. I really did think digital was killing print, but I'm glad there's room for both of them to coexist. Hey, and if you enjoyed this interview, you should check out the other one I did. I did that with Reina from Indie 88, and that interview you can find as episode 6. It's called Rain's Words. And she's the best. I could have talked hours with her. And if you've been looking for a podcast that covers all things nerdy, mixed with a little bit of entertainment, well, look no further. There is way more nerd talk, dork talk, real talk, on the coolest podcast ever, The Kenny Ho Show. Give the library a listen on SoundCloud or iTunes. You won't be disappointed. Follow me on Twitter at Kenny Ho Show. Thank you for tuning in. We'll talk next week. Lindsay Fonseca, I hope you're listening, and I hope you're impressed. Toodles!